Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I wanted to talk about being ready for an emergency this morning and for good reason. I mean, just look at what is happening in parts of our province with flooding concerns right now. So joining us now is Bowen Ma, who's BC's Minister of Emergency Management and Climate Readiness. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Uh, first up, let's, let's talk about what is going on with the flooding situation there. How is the province preparing to help? Yeah, so what we've been expecting um, this year uh, as a result of climate change is that we would see some of these extreme weather events and natural hazards hit British Columbia earlier in the year than in years prior. So it's a big part of the reason why we've actually started our seasonal preparedness briefings uh, with community members and with the public earlier than ever before. Last month, uh, our ministry pre-deployed hundreds of thousands of sandbags across the province in high-risk areas, and we're working with communities on response to high stream advisories and water flows. And so temporary uh, retaining walls and emergency flood barriers were sent to communities like Cash Creek and Grand Forks uh, ahead of the flows that we're seeing this week. Okay, so that's all been done already, I understand. So what about using like an an alert system? Is that going to be used this year? Yeah, so the province is uh, capable and prepared to issue uh, intrusive broadcast alerts for communities. We tend to do this on request of the community and the decisions to, to make them usually come from the community themselves. Oftentimes in smaller communities as well, uh, the residents are paying attention already to what their local governments are saying. So, But it is possible, yes, absolutely, the province is able to issue uh, broadcast intrusive alerts right to people's phones when, when needed. Right. But then so people need to know, though, if you get one, it's because your community leaders asked for one. Yes, absolutely. We would only issue a broadcast intrusive alert directly to people's phones when the danger was absolute, was imminent and serious. So it's not something that people can ignore. Um, it's also not something that people can uh, opt out of. Uh, I know that sometimes getting the Amber Alerts in the middle of the night, we do hear from folks that say, you know, we want to opt out of this broadcast intrusive alert. They, you cannot opt out of it. It is a mandatory thing. It will wake you up in the middle of the night if necessary, and it's because there's likely to be an emergency happening. Right. Okay. And what about, I don't, one of the things that we've struggled with in the past is to make sure people get the help that they need when they need it in terms of if they're out of their homes, if they, you know, end up in a sheltered area because of flooding or fire. So what is this digital registration system that's been launched? So the evacuee registration and assistance program, uh, we launched it around this time last year. It basically allows people to pre-register for emergency support services. Uh, the, the truth of it is that emergency support services traditionally and still in many communities is actually issued uh, by paper uh, where we provide vouchers to help 
um, evacuees access, lodging, food, uh, clothing, transportation services. However, with the advent of technology, we've been able to actually update that system. And so individuals across the province are able to pre-register with the evacuee registration and assistance program. And what it means is that if there is an evacuation that takes place, you're already in the system and you're actually able to get emergency support services uh, directly e-transferred into your bank account to support you during that evacuation. Okay, so if people live in a flood zone right now, that's probably a good idea. Absolutely. And I would actually recommend every person in the province to go ahead and pre-register for that system. Now, having said that, I do have to caution that if you are living in a community that hasn't onboarded in the system yet, they will probably still default to paper vouchers. Um, But the vast majority of the population lives in a community that has already onboarded to this digital system. Okay, so then with this digital system, what is the difference? And so you, when the province provides money in an emergency, you get the immediate interact e-transfer? Yes. So what happens in an evacuation situation is a community, a local government, a municipality, a First Nation will issue the evacuation order. They will contact the province for emergency support services, and we will provide the funding that is required to provide lodging, food, clothing, transportation, those kinds of emergency needs to their community members. Now, if they are on the emergency, uh, the evacuee registration assistance program, the digitized version, then we'll be able to actually e-transfer that funding directly to people's bank accounts from which they can draw that money to, to use um, for to pay for their hotel and any other basics that they need during an evacuation. If the community is not on the digital system, and we do Uh, and we are working with communities to get every community on that digital system, they will likely have to set up a reception center um, within which they will register people for the services. They'll provide paper vouchers that uh, can be used at at certain businesses. It certainly sounds like, though, as you were saying, this is now like planning for these types of emergencies, wildfires, flooding. it, It sounds like it goes on year round. This is not something we scramble for now at the last minute. Yes, it used to be that emergencies uh, like wildfires and floods, um, we called it the the spring-summer hazard season. But now what we're seeing is different hazards hit British Columbians all year round as a result of climate change. So we saw the atmospheric river events of 2021 actually happened in the fall as a result of a storm. And we've seen um, extreme cold events and ice storms actually impact people's travel just this past winter. And so we are on quite high alert all all year round now. Um, But the most uh, active season continues to be the spring when the freshet comes. So that's when the temperatures rise and the snow melts. And then we get heavy precipitation on top of that, um, resulting in high stream flows in the in the waters and also in the summer when we get a lot of wildfires. But we are seeing wildfires already. Um, and so it is is these are very challenging times, especially for smaller communities in the interior. And the truth is that uh, we are expecting that temperatures uh, continue to rise in the interior in the short term followed by heavy rain and possible thunderstorms. And so it is likely to get uh, worse before it gets better for some of these communities that are actively experiencing flooding right now. Are you worried about the next couple of weeks? I think I am always, uh, you know, I, 
I and, and many community members uh, across the province, I think we we are always watching the weather, especially in communities where um, where flooding ha- has taken place in the past. Um, but it is also uh, to the credit of these communities uh, when when emergencies do happen, uh, the entire community pulls together, and it is. Uh, I am always in awe at the kind of response that happens on the ground, um, where we as a province are, are there to support them, of course, with emergency flood assets and funding, but a lot of the hard work is actually done by residents on the ground. Well, thank you so much for that. Lots of information for people to get. We appreciate your time. Absolutely. Take care.